WBNE. Welcome back to a late to the party side quest called A Christmas Peril. Ooh, we have some very lovely people playing with us who are doing a really good job. I'm very proud of them. Who wants to go first? Stop it, I'll cry. Hi, I'm Tyler Doobie. I'm playing Marianne Blossom Ashworm, a hopeless romantic bard who uh, is great at lying. And being a sexy ghost in a towel. <laughs> yeah, you're still dressed that. I imagine you're still dressed as the. Oh, thank yeah. you. I, you know, I assumed. I don't really know how long that lasts, but yeah, I'll be. I'm, I'm in a towel. I'm in a robe. Uh, hi, I'm Jordan Valky. I am playing Sister Marguerite, a fake French nun having a crisis of faith. I'm Camille Leonard playing dear old Tilia Castle Rock, who doesn't sound like that, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's your best. My name's Tim Gunn. This is America's Next Top Model. <laughs> She's your uh, experienced ghost hunter who apparently may be stepping into a grave soon here herself. Hi, my name's Ethan Edgehill. I play the character of Kensington Chalet, a blatant Sherlock Holmes ripoff who now believes in ghosts. <laughs> All right. So we are, we've found ourselves our little party of villains for hire. I suppose ghost hunters for hire. Villains. You're not really villains. You're hunters. We're They're ghost hunters. To be. You're trying to be ghost hunters. <laughs> you let the hot one get away, so that's kind of on you. That is a crime. Um, we have a scabbard though, you so do. that is evidence. The scabbard has granted you initiative. Who has the the uh, the and never the ever burning spark or the ever burning ember? I have both of these things. We've just walked into a graveyard. We're looming over the headstone of Ebenezer Scrooge is the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Uh, unlike the previous two ghosts that you have faced, you cannot speak or reason with it, and it did not come alone as the first ghost did. Out of the ground, rotting corpses sprout up around you between you and the ghost. You'll have to get through them to attack the ghost of Christmas future. The four zombies that have popped out of the ground eerily look very much like yourselves. There's one last fight to prove yourselves and win good favor with Ebenezer Scrooge. This fight is tough. I will level with you. Not all of you may make it out alive. So I will just lay this out. Just imagine kind of a elongated rectangle, kind of like a football field, but a lot shorter. That is the kind of battlefield that we're in. It's just a graveyard. There's lots of headstones to take cover behind or hide behind if you want to do that. There's also some other stuff that I could tell you if anyone wants to make on your turn uh, some sort of investigation or perception check if you want some more insight about the battlefield, but it is dark, it's misty. You see these four zombies standing in between you and the ghost of Christmas future, and it's pretty much just a straight shot to that ghost if you wanna tackle through these zombies. The first person up is one of the zombies, the zombie that looks like Kensington Chalet, burst out of the grave that it was in. 
Someone give me, if everyone wants to describe kind of where your characters would be at so that we can kind of get a layout of where everyone is. So I will say you had at least a couple seconds to kind of position yourselves around. How's the lineup looking? Are you guys spread out? Are you guys, you know, kind of in a line somewhere? I think I would have kind of lined up in front of the grave that had my name on it. I would have done the same. I was thinking that I was standing next to Sister Marguerite. Um, I don't know if my gravestone is next to Sister Marguerite, but that's we where We can I'm just at. say everybody's in front of their gravestone. We're saying everyone's magically in front of the gravestones that faces them. There is a good, probably, let's say, 50 feet between where you are and the actual gravestones itself. The Scrooge one is a little further back. The ones where you guys, uh, with your zombies that popped out, are a little bit closer. That's probably going to be 40 feet. The Scrooge is about... We'll say the Scrooge is 60, your guys' is 40. And so the first one up is the Kensington zombie. It is going to lock on to its living counterpart. It sees the living, breathing Kensington chalet, and it will... uh, Zombies do not walk particularly fast, but it will use all of its movement, which is just 20 feet, to move up to Kensington, and it will... Mechanical question, do I have to tell you what all the monsters do? I'll just say the zombie is very shambling towards kind of, you know, not standing up straight. Shambling towards Kensington. And that's all it's going to do. The next one up is the zombie of Mary Ann. Going to do the exact same thing. Going to move right towards Mary Ann, right in front of you. And then we are going to say, Kensington, what is your um, passive perception? Passive perception 16. Kensington, you right in front of you as you're locking down with these zombies that you don't even notice that you there's a, a flicker of something, a shadow of another figure that you don't quite make out what it is, but it, it kind of pops up beside you and it is just what appears to be just a living, sentient darkness that has popped up beside you and you don't even notice it until it hits you, does a... Uh, does a 21 hit? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it does, believe it or not. Yeah, super does. Excellent. Cool. Just yeah, you're the gonna... first one to say, cool. Hey, cool. Scott, that's real neat. You are going to take from this, this living darkness that has popped up beside you as you're locked onto the zombie, you're going to take 14 necrotic damage. Say oh, right out of the gate. So. Yes. Okay. Can I use cutting words on that? It is a melee weapon attack that is th- that's happening here. So if you're if cutting words can work on melee weapon attacks. Yeah, attack roll ability check or damage Excellent. roll. You got it. So I'm going to roll a d8 for that damage to go down. And you take two less damage. Sorry about it. Cool. 12 total. Owie. And your strength, your strength score has reduced by 1. Okay. And that's that. This thing that has popped up next to you, this cold icy darkness is just sucked some part of your life out of you and you felt that okay the next person up is marianne has skelly marguerite made it out of the ground i they are all out of the ground at the start of combat they're just all like 40 feet away would you describe them as more zombie or skeleton looking how good how how much flesh is on these yeah, bones? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have dark vision at all? No. Okay. Do you want to give me like a, just a perception check? Yeah. I'm just giving you a little simple at disadvantage. Seven. Seven. 
Yeah, they sure do look dead. Um, I'd like to turn to Sister Marguerite and be like, oh, look, you're finally holy in the afterlife. <laughs> and then I'd like to cast Shatter on Sister Marguerite's skeleton. Oh, amazing. Uh, yes, absolutely do that. I think Shatter's a con Shatter save. Shatter's a con save. Con have fun. save. Excellent. I hope they have bad con. They are doing all right. They all have to make them? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, oh my gosh. I got uh, a five, six, and a seven, and they only get, uh, they only cool. get like a plus three. So unless a 10 saves. That fails a 15. We're out of there. Um, so I'm going to roll 3d8 for sister. She's taking six thunder damage. Okay. Um, who are the other two? I will say they are the zombie Mary Ann and the zombie Tilia. In my visual space, I have from, if you guys are looking at them, from left to right, I have Tilia, uh, Marguerite, Mary Ann Kensington. Then for me self, dead me, I'm going to roll 11 damage. Okay. Ooh. And then for dead Tilia, 14 damage. And yeah. Marianne's just going to start uh, bending over laughing. You cast Shatter. What does that look like? I imagine like an eruption of music Ooh. travels where it's like really slowly building. And then once it gets to the point, it's just like a sick rip and it just uh, shreds them into pieces. Their clothing, which was already in tatters, shatters off even further. Bits of bone and flesh kind of going everywhere. Excellent turn. Some of them are pretty messed up. The ghost of Christmas future is going to sit there kind of menacingly staring blankly and it is going to do nothing. At least from your perspective, it is doing nothing. The next person's turn is Zombie Tilia. Zombie Tilia is going to do the exact same thing that all the other ones have been doing. They're going to shamble forward. They're now 20 feet away. I've closed in half of the distance to their living counterpart and you know kind of shambling kind of wiggling kind of going all over the place the very next one is sister marguerite so i had slower decks than a zombie that's fun <laughs> you did actually i'm going to say a little prayer the lord gives strength to his people the lord blesses his people with peace and I am going to cast bless on Kensington, Tilia, and myself. Oh, <laughs> oh well done. You don't joke about Good. Sister Marguerite. God, I hope um, I die just so I can haunt you. <laughs> so Kensington and Tilia, you can add a D4 anytime you make an attack roll or a saving throw. Every time for the next minute, assuming that I don't lose concentration no one is neither i don't think any of you have really moved much you're all standing that you're is, standing and waiting for the zombies to come to you i haven't gotten to go yet so that's true two of you have not gone that is true i mean my movement is real slow so yeah i'm gonna make them come to me this is that game this is the inspiration for that game plants versus zombies you just wait for the zombies to come to you next up is tilia i have no interest in getting any closer to them so i'm just go ahead going to go ahead and use my two attacks for my action and my bonus attack action and just shoot at the zombies with my crossbow go for it so i'll aim at my zombie first i will say this all of the zombies this is the thing that i was keeping a little secrety secrety all of them have been taking dodge actions on their turns you will roll with disadvantage 
attack rolls on disadvantage for all of them. Sister Marguerite hasn't gone yet. You wouldn't get disadvantage on her. That is true. The zombie Sister Marguerite does not have uh, has not really done anything. So it's fine when she attacks you, but not when I attack you. <laughs> all right. This first one is an eleven plus eight, so nineteen. Uh, which one do you want to hit? Which? Uh, we'll hit the. Tilia Shambly first. Cool. And you said it was how much? 19. Wild. Yeah, that hits. All right. Excellent. So the range for my crossbow is 30 feet. Um, so will I be able to attack the other ones or do I just have to attack the one that's sort of closest to me? Yeah, the, you can attack. They're, they are all within range except actually the Sister Marguerite one because she's not moved. So you can't you can't use that to your advantage then. Okay. So I, I'll attack the other two then. Oh, no. The second one, I got rolled a one on my second roll. Yeah, absolutely whiffed it. Which one were you trying to hit there? Which one is furthest to the left? Furthest to the left would be... Yours. Yes. Okay, then which one's to the right then? Kensington's to the... Yeah, the absolute furthest to the right. Okay, so I was going for whichever one was next. So I guess I missed... Whichever one was next would have been... The next to the right is Marianne, and then the furthest to the right is Kensington. Okay, so I missed on Marianne's. Gotcha! Hit hit old Kensington. See if you got it in you. That will be a 15. 15 does hit. Yes. All right. All right. So you got Kensington and Tilia. Yes? Yes. So. Zombie version. Right. Are either of them below their max HP? Tilia is. Tilia was hit. Kensington was not. Okay. So six uh, on Tilia, seven on Kensington or Marion. No, Kensington. Excellent. You absolutely blast into the zombie version of yourself get a good hit like right where are you where do you want to hit this one because you got pretty high even with disadvantage definitely get a good uh like thigh area that's good just <laughs> sunk right in there as yeah, it's or shambling like maybe along. sort of close to a kneecap that's pretty good that's yeah. pretty good I don't know if anyone's ever made a reference to that. Uh, yeah, so you, you hit this, you hit the zombie version of yourself right in the kneecap. Uh, if it could talk, I'm sure it would have a nice quip there. And then you wildly miss on Marianne, just reloaded it pro- improperly, just pff, fired off right. And then third one's third one's ready, pff, shoot right at Kensington, hits right nice and deep, right into uh, one of its eyeballs, let's say. I was going to say ear canal. Ear canal's good too, just... <laughs> Sunk right in there. Disgusting. Now what will happen is the zombie of Sister Marguerite is going. It will do the same thing that all the other zombies have been doing. It will inch forward towards you all, uh, specifically towards uh, Sister Marguerite. It is now closing in uh, 20 feet. It, It will also take the dodge action. And with that, I will say, Sister Marguerite, what is your passive perception? Uh, like 10. Not good. Not very wise, huh? So as you are focusing on the battle in front of you, just waiting for these zombies to come, another cold, empty void appears behind you. You don't even notice. And it, much like Kensington, latches on and starts sucking the life energy out of you. And doesn't do great, I'll tell you that much. That is, does a... 11 hit? No. I didn't think so. It tries so hard to suck energy. It feels like a tickle to you. You notice there's something behind you. You don't know what it is. Doesn't hurt, but you know there's something there. And it tries 
and it fails. And that is finally Kensington's turn. Hi, Kensington. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good over here. Nice to meet you. I'm going to run up and thwack my body double. I will remind you that you are currently engaged with a living darkness thing. So if you leave its its area of... Oh, I thought I was engaged with my own dude. Sorry. Yeah, your own dude is still 20 feet in front of you. Okay, then I'm going to attack the living darkness. Excellent. This thing that, that did all that damage to you. Go ahead. Give me a good old swing. Okay, I am going to do several swings. Uh, I can attack twice and I'm going to use... I'm going to do... I'm going to use a key point to use Fist of Unbroken Air. Yes! No, sorry, not Fist of Unbroken Air. I don't have that one. Never mind. I don't know why, but I don't have that one. I'm going to do Fury of Blow, Flurry of Blows. That's what I want. An excellent choice. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to attack twice. Uh, that is, with my with my thwapping stick, that is a 19 to hit. That one hits. Yeah, do you want to roll the other one? That is a 21 to hit. Weirdly doesn't. Yeah, that hits. That's a 7 plus 3, 10. Okay. And a four plus three, seven. Woo. And I'm going to go ahead and, and do the, the, um, the flurry of blows on Please this dude. Please do. I make two unarmed strikes. My unarmed strike, that is, that is, first one's probably not going to hit. That is a 14. No, 15. Uh, 15 does actually hit, yeah. Okay, 15 hits, and then I'm guessing that 25 hits. Yeah, that hits. So you got 17 damage the first time around, right? Yes, 10 plus seven. And these are both five, seven. 29 damage. Yeah, so I I'm gonna I'm gonna take this living darkness thing that just beat the ever loving crap out of me. I'm gonna smack him twice with my stick. I'm gonna punch him twice in his face. Yes. So Kensington Chalet is angry, and he's an angry karate master, full on Johnny Karate. So we are at the top of the order. The first person to go, it's gonna be Zombie Kensington. They are closing the distance on Kensington and they're gonna go ahead and make a little attack against ya. I'd like to see them try. So they rolled a 19. Does a 19 uh, hit? Yeah, it does hit. It does hit. For ye, FYI. Alright. Zombie Kensington is going to lash out with its big clumsy arms and do its best impression of you and just like facts <laughs> logic and slam into you that is going to be 11 bludgeoning damage. Okay. 11 bludgeoning damage. That's uh, uh, Kensington Chalet is now officially bloodied. Well, there you go. And with that is going to be Zombie Marianne. Did Marianne move or you're, you're still in your I'm still spot? in the everyone's, everyone's planted. Uh, Zombie Marianne will do the exact same thing. Come close the distance. Swing its big clumsy arms at you going, Books! And... <laughs> Music. <laughs> it's just, these are just n like parodies of you at this point. Is the zombie also a lesbian? Probably. Is it, Probably is it, oh, around. can we make out? Is it <laughs> obvious that the zombie is only interested in women zombies? <laughs> you can you can make a check like that if you want to on your turn. Um, <laughs> uh, my, I'm not proficient in gaydar. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that was just added in Tasha's cauldron. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> Tasha's hideous gaydar. <laughs> Zombie Marianne only tries to attack, only gets a 10. I don't believe that's going to hit. Uh, a 10 does not hit. <laughs> I would hope not. You're yeah, I would six. hope not. It would be really weird if it hit. Clumsily waves on past you, and <laughs> that's pretty much all it does. It looks really sad about it. The very next one up is this little plot of 
infinite blackness right next to Kensington. <laughs> You're describing it as a plot it makes it eerier. Yes. <laughs> a plot of blackness. Yeah, plot. No it's just a, a little square. Mm-hmm. It, it, don't step in it. You'll disappear. No, it is. It's just a little floating little black void. It is going to do, 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 latch on and go ahead and attack Kensington again. Cool. So cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. That's only going to be an 11. That is super not going to hit. Super not going to hit. Super duper not going to hit. It tries sucking life out of you again, but totally fails. Uh, hey, guys, uh, I got this. That sucks. <laughs> Good stuff. We can add a lot, like a studio audience laugh track there. <laughs> the shadow tries sucking life out of you, doesn't do it. Instead, uses a little bonus action to hide, so it's no longer around you. Uh, it has left your. I don't know if hide works this way. If if hide if they hide, do they leave someone's range of attack so that Kensington would get a I opportunity yes. attack on it? Kensington, you have the opportunity of doing an opportunity attack on this bit of blackness on the as void? it tries. Yeah, as it tries to hide. Okay, I'm gonna bonk it with my cro- er, uh, my walking stick. Then I'm gonna try Excellent. to bonk the, try to bonk the darkness. <laughs> oh, that's a crit twenty. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I bonk it real good. You bonk it real good. Uh, that's a vicious crit. Tell me what you do. Okay, so re- remind me. I need to roll the damage die just you once, just, right? You roll just it roll it once, once and once? max it out once, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so that's eight plus five plus three. So six, 16? Yes. Eight, five and three is eight. Yes. Man, it's too early in the morning for math. <laughs> <laughs> 16 damage. Uh, what kind of damage does that one do? That is bludgeoning damage. Bludgeoning damage. Yeah, some bludgeos. You deal that damage. You notice that it doesn't soak in all of that damage, but it sure does soak in some of it. You whap this thing as it goes into hiding. I'm talking whap, whap. Wow, that's a plot of darkness. <laughs> it is a plot of land that is dark. That's not true. Macaroni in a pot. That's some evil darkness. Some insidious <laughs> blackness. <laughs> and with that, this thing is now hidden. It's no longer next to you. But you did get a good hit on it on the way out. The next person up is Marianne. Great. Uh, Marianne, I will I will remind you that you are ho- you are carrying the the ever burning spark from the first ghost that you defeated. Perfect. So if you want to observe that, you can. You also do not have to. What does observe mean? Like you can just look at it as it's like a free object. Yeah, could I could I look at it real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Do I need to roll for it? No. Um, well, maybe. Uh, give me if you I would could like, give you, like to. Like Arcana or something. Yeah, give me an Arcana check. It's a seven. It's a seven. You feel like you you know that you got some sort of magical boost from the kind of scabbard of the ghost of Christmas present. So you're sh- you're sure this does something as well, but you're not sure what. Could I tell if it is non-magical flame? I mean, if I had to say one or the other, this is for sure a magical flame because it's going. It's it's a spark that never burns out. Anyway. How many baddies are within a 20-foot circle? The only two that have closed the gap, Marianne and Kensington, I believe. The other two are just barely out of range because they're quite slow. Marianne's going to cast Fireball. Excellent. Back to the pits of hell you came from. Uh, And they have to do a Dex 15. Dex 15 save. Oh, whoa, these uh, zombies are not very dexterous. And they take half damage on a save. uh, This is just fun math for you. One of them uh, rolled a natural two, 
and it has a negative two modifier. So it got a oh, zero. Oh, it's a zero. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the other one failed as well. So they both completely whiff on that save. Eight plus eight plus 10 plus six. So 26 plus six. I do 32 damage of fire. Goodness. To Kensington and Marianne. Mm. Or zombie Kensington, zombie Marianne. Would it not have been Sister Marguerite, Skelly Marguerite, and... Skelly Tilia? Skelly Tilia. Who are, you, who are you trying to hit? I was pointing it in front of me. Okay. Past the dead people in front of us because it's a 20-foot sphere, but it's 150-foot range. Gotcha. So you're trying to hit everyone by casting it in the middle of everybody. I was just going for the people in the distance, but if they can, if, if it can hit the close people, that would also be cool. There, I mean, there is, everyone's kind of, the. there's two people in front of you and then two people in, in the two zombies in the back. Everyone's kind of spaced out 20 feet. So if you want to hit the back people. Yeah, I really would. And 32 damage is what you did? Do they catch on fire or anything? Yeah, uh, they, they definitely do. <laughs> a bright streak flashes from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range and then blossoms with a low roar into an explosion of flame. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a deck saving throw. A target takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save, half as much on a successful one. Fire spreads around corners. It ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. You cast this, this fire just shoots at, how, do you cast it with any sort of object or is it just straight from your hands? How does that look? I grab the cross around my neck <laughs> because of course everyone has one and I just hold it forward in my hand, just like back, back to hell. Excellent. And then fire shoots out, uh, hitting uh, zombie Sister Marguerite and zombie Tilia. They look real bad. Zombie Tilia is like straight up down. Zombie Tilia has burned to a crisp out of the game. Sorry, Tilia, it's not it's not personal. You're a little dead over there. Zombie Tilia on its on on her way disintegrating into ash just goes, I got two crossbows. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tilia tips her crossbows. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And this is gonna be the ghost of Christmas yet to come's turn. It will see that Marianne has destroyed one of its servants and it will target you specifically. Good, do it. It looks at you, it reaches a hand out towards you and does a... Protection, imposing disadvantage. Doesn't matter. Does a dirty 20 hit? (laughs) That was with disadvantage. Yeah, weird, weird that that hits. Weird, did you know that? that? (laughs) It's really weird that that hits. Yep, 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 yep. All right, Um, Death, show me what you got. It reaches out towards you. Don't have enough dice for this. Always a good sign. Uh, It deals you, actually got a fairly easy, considering what damage this could do. Uh, You got 16 necrotic damage. Does that mean that it just completely erases from my hit points? Uh, yes. Like my max drops? Yeah, your max drops, and also, yeah, you just take that damage. All right, my max is at 25. Cool. Uh, and also, you uh, give me a constitution saving throw, please. Five. Five. That is actually to, to see if it 
depletes oh. your overall point. So it does for sure. All right. Sister Marguerite, what are you going to do? Can I do, is there a check that I can do to figure out what the inky black void is? Sure. Give me an arcana check. 17. The inky black void is effectively just the living embodiment of darkness. It is darker than pitch black and it is cold with the 17, you know that if this thing gets enough attacks, enough successful attacks on you, it is powerful enough that it could straight up kill you without, without mechanically speaking, without death saves, just kill you. This thing is dangerous. The two of them are. Follow up question. Yes. Uh, you, you said it is the living embodiment of darkness. So I- I would not assume that this thing is undead. Oh, it is undead. So I, I should say that it's like a not it's not living so much as it's an animated form of darkness. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. I'm going to smack the the inky blackness. Okay. With my rapier. So actually I'm going to to gracefully stab at it. All right. So you're going kind of like back to where you mm-hmm. were then. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's Let's do this. Um, does a 13 hit? A 13 does barely hit. Yes. It's not It's not armored. I'll tell you that. Cool. I am going to also use a second level spell slot to do Divine Smite. Ooh. Yes. I like this. And I'm going to roll my second attack before I rectified damage. Uh, so second attack at eight. Eight does not hit. Okay, so then the damage that I'm gonna deal is uh, five plus two is seven plus, uh, you said this is undead. It is undead, yes. Okay, um, so it's gonna be Seven piercing damage plus plus eighteen radiant damage. Was that for one attack? That was for one attack. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna reach out, stab this thing with my rapier, and as I do that, I'm going to. Uh, I don't actually have anything prepped for divine smite because it wasn't a spell, and so I didn't think to. And as I'm stabbing, I'm also going to shout through the Lord and just. The sword's going to light up nice and bright white with light as I stab into this inky blackness. Wait, can you say end with your spirit? No, it needs to be <laughs> peace be with you. <laughs> Fantastic. You you stab this thing and light just shines outward from your attack. This animated shadow hates light so much that it doesn't even, it's like resistant to just regular attacks, but your radiant damage has alone, has completely obliterated it. It shrivels in the light, shrinking and disappearing. Uh, shadows cannot exist in light, and you you do try to make that second attack, but it is already gone. So you just like whiff it, you stab it, it's gone. You try to make another, it's totally, you've got it. It is out of here. This little shadow, one of two is 
fully dead. Awesome. I can't do that again quite as intensely. So (laughs) I hope I don't live to regret that. You did excellent. That was a very, very good choice to make. And with that is Tilia's turn. So we still have how many zombies left? You still have all of the zombies except for you, zombie Tilia. Okay. And one inky black void? One inky black void that is hidden right now. Okay. And also the ghost of The big scary. Yeah, the big scary one. All right. And we haven't attacked that yet. I'm going to go ahead and attack the uh, zombie closest to me. That will be the zombie sister Marguerite, I believe. So I get two attacks with the crossbow. And then as my bonus action, I get to do a third attack. Um, So I would like to do, I don't know whether I want to do one of each or just pick one and attack it a bunch of times. Go ahead and give me an insight check. That'll be an eight. Yep. You don't know whether to do that. You don't know whether or not to hammer in on one or, or spread it out. You said it was the Marguerite zombie? Yes. Uh, all right. I'll just go all in with the Marguerite zombie and see if we all can't right. knock her down. So it'll be three crossbow attacks and is the zombie below its hit point maximum. So I will roll the three attacks. That'll be a nat 20 plus eight to hit on the first one. Wow. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> um, and then second attack will be 12. To, uh, to, to hit, hit. To hit that does barely hit. Excellent. All right. And then the third attack will be a 17. Yes, that is. All right. So all three hit. So once per turn. Okay. So I'm going to roll damage and then I get an extra 1d8. Holy cow. All right. So for the first one, it's 1d6, whoops, plus three. That'll be five plus three. And the second one will be three plus three. So it's eight and six. And then another five. And then the d8, that'll be another seven. Really, I was just counting to see if you went over a certain number. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Which you did do. You fire, you unload into Sister Marguerite. And tell me what this looks like, because you're shooting like hairpins at people, and it's a fun time. Yeah, so Tilia, you know, sets up her first crossbow shot, takes it. Uh, is starting to sort of get into it. She's having a little bit of fun. Um, and so she's chucking a little bit as she, you know, makes a second shot, pulls another hairpin out, makes the third shot. And you can tell that she's maybe enjoying this a little bit more than she should. And I guess if anybody were to make a, I don't know, insight check, you would see that, you know, Tilia maybe doesn't really like Sister Marguerite all that much and thinks she's like <laughs> quite the hypocrite. So she's really enjoying getting to take a little bit of that, you know, I don't, I wouldn't call it frustration, but just sort of like general disdain out on sure. Marguerite's zombie. And so yeah. she's just having a great time. Can, can Marianne just yell mood? <laughs> Fantastic. As you shoot these little magical uh, hairpins, uh, out of your crossbows, you just absolutely obliterate. Sister Zombie Sister Marguerite falls down into a pile of bones and rubble, uh, screaming, sexy French accent. <laughs> <laughs> As it tumbles down. You bastard. <laughs> 
And uh, Tilia looks over to Sister Marguerite, the real living one, and she says, "Well, you may be able to sleep at night, but I, I, you know, getting rid of your zombie might not be enough." <laughs> I just, I just don't have a response to this. Like I'm getting <laughs> roasted. Jordan does not have a response to this, but I feel like Sister Marguerite. I'm, just, I'm screwed. I'm I would say at the very least, she'd be real huffy about it. Yes. Uh, you created a very like self-absorbed character that people do not like, and it's a lot of fun, though. <laughs> uh, the person who was going to go next was Zombie Sister Marguerite. That is no longer the case, which means it is Kensington's turn. Actual Kensington? Actual Kensington. Perfect. So I still have an inky black darkness void next to me, right? No, it went away to hide. It went uh, away to hide. Okay. Yes. Okay. But you do have your zombie Kensington in front of you. I'm going to do my absolute best to bonk zombie Kensington. So I'm going to hit him with with two attacks here real quick. We've got a nine and a 16. The nine does not hit. The 16 does. Awesome. So I'm going to deal him. I'm going to hit him. I'm going to whiff the first time and then hit him the second time. Yes. Get your bearings. Go yep. a second. And I'm going to deal him eight bludgeoning damage with my big old stick. And then I'm going to uh, use a key point and try to hit him twice with my fists. Yes. And use yes, a flurry yes, yes. of blows. Monk stuff. Cool. Um, And that is going to be a 17 and an 18. To hit? Yeah, you got him. Yep. Cool. And those both do. Hang on. That is an eight and a five. So I'm going to rock up to Zombie Kensington, who was sitting there talking about facts and brains and... and <laughs> Yep. I'm going to say to him, sir, you know nothing of facts. And I'm going to smack him. I'm trying to smack him once with my stick. I'm going to miss. I'm going to smack him a second time with my stick and then punch him twice in his stupid, ignorant, arrogant face. Yes. He takes most of that damage, kind of shrugs off some of it, and kind of looks at you and just like, logic. Very confused. Logic can't help you now, good sir. That is going to be uh, top of the order, Ke- Zombie Kensington's turn. Zombie Kensington is going to take this beating, come right back at you, make an attack with its lumbering little arms, uh, which is going to be uh, 17 to hit. Oh, it's just going to hit. Yeah, yep. it's just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Just about. <laughs> It's going to swing at you for, let me see how much, I don't know, I actually have no idea what your guys' HP is, so I don't know if saying only is misleading. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage is not going to not gonna be the end of Kensington. But Fantastic. We're getting, we're getting to that point, aren't we? Zombie Kensington is like, I like mysteries. As it slashes at you. Next up is Zombie Mary Ann, who I believe is standing in front of regular Mary Ann. Gonna do the exact same thing. I don't think it's well, maybe fifteen. Yeah, that that'll that'll. It's weird. It's weird how that does it. Interesting. I genuinely had no idea. I was like, that that probably won't do it. I can I can use my reaction again because it reset on my turn, right? Yes. Yep. I'll I'll go ahead and do the reaction. Is that plus two? Uh, no, it's it's uh, disadvantage. disadvantage. The reaction protection. <laughs> Look so at you helping the harlot. Yeah, I know. So the second one I rolled was a nat 20. Um, so it's so good. It that makes no difference. It's you know what? You're trying. And I think it's helpful that we're all working as a team. It is going to hit you and it's going to hit you for 12. Marianne is categorically bloodied. 
yeah, the uh, zombie Marianne as it swings at you is like, I got a crush on a girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a lesbian. They sound nothing like you. Sister Marguerite, what is your passive perception again? That is a good question. My passive perception is only a 10. Only a 10. Well, let's see here. Well, even with only a 10, I rolled a nat one on something. So you're probably pretty good. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, obviously I have to tell you now. The, the second black void tries to sneak up on you, but you for sure see it. It is to the uh, to the left of you it's not behind you it sneaks up right to your left and uh it still will attack you it just will not have sneak attack it won't have advantage on it it's gonna do real bad it's gonna only do an eight to hit it definitely doesn't hit it tries once again to suck the life out of you and all you feel is a little tickle letting you know there's something right next to you uh that is insufficiently trying to attack you that is well No, because it does get a bonus action, and its bonus action is going to be uh, to hide again. (laughs) Theoretically, you do get uh, an opportunity attack on it as it tries to hide again. This thing is like coming in like, oh, no, this is a bad idea. Going out. Uh, uh, Non-natural 20 to hit. Wow. Yes. I rolled max damage. 10. 10 damage. 10 damage. Uh, You hit this thing. What kind of damage is it? Uh, Piercing. Excellent. You hit this thing, it shrieks a little bit and shrivels away into the darkness. No longer to be seen, but it is still. And with that, we have Marianne's turn. Kensington, what's your HP at? I am at 15. So not a lot, not a ton. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So here's what's going to happen. Marianne is going to bonk Marianne and say, lesbians don't have crushes, we have fancies. (laughs) And I'm going to, well, I guess I'm not going to bonk. I'm going to stab lightly. Sure. Yeah, yeah, there is a difference. <laughs> Let me stab you lightly. I think and that is, is a 15 to hit. 15 to hit does hit, yes. Seven damage. Okay. And then I'm going to look at Kensington and be like, bloody hell, stop being bloody. <laughs> <laughs> and cast. I'll do a second level healing word. You will get 10 HP. Bloody hell, I feel better. <laughs> Zombie Marianne it heard you say that, you know, about great loves and when getting hit, uh, pulls out like a pen and paper and like takes a note about that. Just like, that's a good point. Good point. Excellent. And then we have the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Sister Marguerite has displayed an enormous level of magical prowess that has destroyed one of its most cherished servants so it will turn its attention directly to you it reaches out its hand and starts to pull the life force out of you it is going to make a little attack roll only a 14 to hit does not hit does not do it it tries so hard to drain some life from you and you are you're in the zone right now. You don't even notice. You don't even flinch. You you s- shrugged off another shadow attack and you're like, what was that? That's so weird. And then this gigantic, you know, specter of death tries to attack you and you're just not even paying it any attention. Sister Marguerite, it is now your turn. How far away is the ghost of Christmas? It's about past? 50 feet away. For whatever Christmas we're looking at. Yeah, future. 50 feet away. Marianne, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, and I like laugh through my bleeding wounds, 
Like, oh, I'm well below half of what I should be. It feels like if there was an arbitrary number that distinguished half of our hit points, then I would feel dead. <laughs> okay, so then I'm going to... Can I... Can I... Is it too meta to say that the max I can take health-wise is 12 because my max hit point has dropped? I don't believe that that is too meta, but honestly, it's up to Scott. Either way, I was going to give you 10 of my lay on hands pool, <gasps> which will be my action. And then I'm going to move 15 feet forward. I'm going to do something really stupid. I love it. And I'm going to... Look at the ghost of Christmas, whatever. Future. 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 Yet to come. I'm going to say, is that all you got? And cast Sanctuary on myself as a bonus action, which will make it harder for this ghost to attack me for the next minute. Uh, How does it make it harder? Is it a raise to your AC or is it disadvantage? It basically doesn't want to attack me, which I realize puts the rest of the party in danger because it has to make a wisdom saving throw. And if it, when it tries to attack me and if it fails, it must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Okay. Yeah. I'll say as you move up, I think there's still zombie Marianne, but I'll say that you're out of range enough that there's no opportunity attack on that. The ghost of Christmas yet to come stares at you silently moaning, groaning, just wanting to attack you even more now. That will be Tilia's turn. My attack range is 30 feet with the crossbows. Um, So is the next zombie within 30 feet of me? Yeah. Yeah. You can attack Zombie Marianne or Zombie Kensington. All right. We'll go with Marianne and I'll do the same thing that I did before. Excellent. Three crossbow attacks. Um, Focus fire. Yes. And the Marianne zombie is below max hit HP, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Dirty 20 to hit. Cool. Yeah, that hits. A 10 to hit. I don't think that one hits. Does not hit. All right. And then a nat 20 to hit. Yep. That'll do it. (laughs) Alrighty, so we'll roll damage. That'll be five plus three and four plus three and then D eight. Uh six. Did you already also add the vicious crit maxed out die? No. Uh so I just roll the... It's just the maxed out die. You got a crit, right? Crit twenty? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you just add whatever the highest number on that die is. Okay, I roll a d6 for damage, so six. Okay, so plus six. What kind of damage is that? I believe it's probably piercing, Piercing, yeah. Yeah. Yep, piercing. Okie dokie. Whew, that is fantastic. Uh, Is there anywhere in particular that you're just trying to hit Zombie Marianne? Just to to flavor it up. Where do those crossbow bolts go? Great question. Those magical Let's see. Hairpins. So I only have two that hit. Um, so I'll say that Tilia aims maybe like the first shoulder and then the second shoulder. So now Zombie Marianne has like accessories. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Skin pins. Yeah, yeah I mean, if somebody wants pins. to run up and grab him and stab her again, they're like real set up to do so. That could be a fun thing. Zombie Marianne is looking real rough, but is still, still shambling, still kind of standing. And then we have 
Uh, Kensington. Real Kensington. Yes. Real Kensington. Real Kensington. Real gonna... alive Kensington. And I still have dead Kensington, correct? I have not dispatched this guy yet. Correct. Those correct. are the two okay. zombies still standing. Cool. They both You know bad. I'm going to bonk him again. I'm going to yeah. try to hit him twice. I'm going to try to hit him twice with a big old stick. Okay, it's a 19 and an 8. The 19 hits. Yeah, the 19 hits. Cool. Okay, Um, and that is going to be... Nine damage, so I'm going to bonk him real good once and completely whiff a second time. <laughs> and that's going to be, I think that's just going to be my turn. Hang on. Okay. There are, as far as you guys can tell, there's only the two zombies, one shadow somewhere, and then the ghost of Christmas yet to come standing in front of you. So you've dispatched just about half of these enemies already. Fantastic. Zombie Kensington gets gets whacked across the head and just goes clues with that zombie Kensington is gonna uh, take a big old swing at alive Kensington as you do these two are just in a battle fighting (laughs) just it's like a little bar brawl right in front of them and they're gonna do (laughs) not great a nine to hit it's not gonna do it didn't think so believe it or not nine's not gonna do it Tries to swing at you, totally misses. With that is zombie Marianne. Gonna take a swing at regular Marianne. That's gonna be a dirty 20. This is not the women-loving women that I signed up for. (laughs) Uh, Seven damage. Marianne takes it to the chin. Takes it to the chin. Uh, (laughs) Zombie Marianne swings at you and says like, I don't know, maybe you could just tell her how you feel. (laughs) Just giving you advice as it's trying to kill you. Then the ghost of Christmas future locked on yet again to Sister Marguerite makes, reaches out, makes, makes its attack. Wisdom saving throw first. Of what? Uh, 14. Doesn't do it. It needs to attack a different creature. Okay. It's then... It tries to attack Sister Marguerite, gets a little diverted and says, actually, or doesn't say anything, but, you know, mentally has a moment where it's like, hmm, this other person. Uh, I can tell you right now, it it does not hit. It only does a 10 to hit Tilia. I'm sure that's not. This this ghost is getting a little embarrassed. It admits twice in a row. It tries and it fails. It's getting incredibly angry. And with that, Sister Marguerite, it is your turn. I'm going to move five feet forward. Okay. Pull one of my two javelins. Ooh, okay. I'm just aiming right for the head. All right. Of Big the spooky ghost, ghost of Christmas yet to come. Yes. Go ahead, make that attack. I'm going to burn my inspiration on this. Inspired. Uh, uh, 22 <laughs> to hit. <laughs> to hit, yeah, that for sure does it. Awesome. I need to look up what the damage die for Javelin is. 1d6. Uh, 5 plus 2 is 7. Uh, damage? 7 piercing, piercing damage. Piercing damage. Fantastic. This thing, you throw your Javelin right at this thing's head, it just kind of grazes off of it uh, as you hit it for a little bit of damage. It doesn't look particularly phased. I figured as much. So I'm going to move, I don't know, another, 
I'm going to move the last 10 feet of my movement. So I'm now within 20 feet of it. Okay. And I'm going to throw my second javelin. <laughs> All right. Go for it. 21. Yes. To hit. Yep. Awesome. Uh, another seven. Or do I not add the dex modifier the second time? I don't add the dex modifier the second time. Five. Yeah, once again, you, you throw your javelin. This one kind of goes like right into its like kind of chest, but it feels like kind of hollow on the inside. So it doesn't seem particularly phased by this damage. It kind of takes it and is still focused on uh, Tilia right now. Did we, I'm sorry, did we skip Marianne? I think, but maybe, I don't, I'm not sure. Did like, we? I think I'm close to top of the order. Yes. You're supposed to be before the Ghost of Christmas future. Did you go? No. Okay. That's my B. Great. But I already have my uh, whole action planned out. Marianne is Skelly. Skellyanne is alive, right? Skellyanne is alive in front of you. So I'd like to look at her and say, the only way to survive in a heteronormative society is to be cold and cast Ray of Frost. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah, my heart's not in it. I'm, it's a 12. A 12 exactly hits. Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> and that is four cold damage. You deal this blast of cold, and Zombie Marianne is, is you know, still got the notebook out, still taking That's like, oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Take notes. And then I turn to Tilly, and I'm like, how are you doing, Tilly, dear? How you doing? Are you about to die? You're just asking for HP, right? Yep. <laughs> um... <laughs> Tilia just looks back and winks at her. <laughs> Great. Then I, uh, yep, that's, I actually wink back at her and I give her a bardic inspiration. <laughs> Amazing. So I want to cast Hunter's Mark on the big, yes. bad, ghosty man. Yes, yes, yes. I love this. So I just get to do it, I think, don't I? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was like, do I have to roll anything? It doesn't look like it. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. And that gives me the ability to mark the being. And then until the spell ends, which is to an hour, um, <laughs> I get to deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever I hit it with a weapon. Um, so I think that just counts as my action, doesn't it? So I don't get to attack. Yeah, I think it's a bonus. Does it say? Ooh, it is actually a bonus action. Excellent. So I'm going to go ahead and attack. Yes, please do. So I am going to roll two crossbow attacks. So I have inspiration. I'd like to re-roll the roll that I just rolled because I rolled a two plus eight. So I rolled a 10. I'd like to okay. do better than that. Yeah, go for it. Um, so I'm going to burn the inspiration and roll this one again. Yeah, that's better. So 14 plus eight. Um, yeah, that gets it. So that'll hit. And then I'll yes, roll the will. second attack. That'll be a 16 plus eight. So both of these hit. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and we haven't caused this any damage, right? Uh, Sister Marguerite caused it a little bit of damage. So it is below its it is below its HP. With Hunter's Mark, I get to roll the extra 1d6 each time I hit it with a weapon attack, is my understanding. Excellent. Excellent. So I am going to roll my first 1d6. So it's 1d6 mm -hmm. plus three. It's okay. five plus three. And then I'm going to roll 1d6 that goes with it for Hunter's Mark. Okay. So that's so another much dice. five. All right. Keep going. <laughs> Keep then going. And I'm going to roll the second damage. Um, so that's five. And I get to add the plus three, right? Because it's a separate attack. A separate attack? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's five plus three. Okay. <laughs> and then good. my extra 1d6, uh, that'll be one. Um, okay. And then I have a D8 because it's yeah. below max HP. Yep. Bring so it on. that'll be another three. 
Amazing. 25 points of damage. You feel, both of you, both Sister Marguerite and Tilia, as facing down this final ghost, feel inspired to make spectacular attacks. You unload into this creature who is locked onto you, uh, dealing a ton of damage. That is a fantastic round of damage. This thing gets hit a whole bunch. It feels like it got hurt a little bit more than uh, from previous attacks. It is very angry at you. So there you go. Tilia, what's your passive perception? Uh, not great, because okay. my wisdom's awful. It's an eight. Okay. You do not notice at all this last little shadow coming up to you to suck the life out of you. Oh, no. Yep, it's going to make an attack on you, and it crits. So that is going to be... Can I use a cutting word on a crit? If you remove it from the nat 20, it'll still hit, but it won't be a crit. Or or does the nat 20 override cutting words? No, that that works out for me. Great, then I'm definitely doing that because that'll save you some more damage that way. All right. That'll save the vicious part of the the crit. (laughs) What What does the number turn into? It turns into a 17. A 17. Does that still hit, Tilia? It does. All right, cool. So that is going to do you 10 necrotic damage. And your strength score is reduced by three as well. Ow. But I do have a feeling most of you don't use strength to really make attacks. Excellent. Yeah, this thing sneaks up right next to you and sucks the life out of you as you are too busy focusing on the ghost. And it uh, it hurts you real dang bad. Your health point max is not reduced. That is only when the ghost of Christmas future does it. But boy, did that still hurt. It sucked a uh, real lot of strength out yeah, of you. Yeah, I'm 19 out of 34 now. Uh, now it will be Kensington's turn. Real life Kensington. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, zombie me is still alive. You two are just going yeah, at it. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, well, I'm going to try bogging again. Okay? I'm yeah, please do. With all your might. Okay, that is a, let's see, I could do math. That is a 25 and a 24. Yeah, no, those hit, yeah, for those sure. Those both hit. Okay, cool. Uh, that is an 8 plus 3, 11, and a 5 plus 3, 8. 19? 19, yeah. Zombie Kensington takes all of that and is just barely holding oh, on by a thread. Oh, come on. Just barely holding on. I would like to imagine that that literally everybody else is doing battle with these these ghosts and using yeah. magic and stuff, and there's just two dudes in top hats just like whack, whacking whack, whack, it's, whack, it's, it's, whack. Gonna, it's like it, I picture it like the Robert Downey Jr. like Sherlock Holmes thing where it's all like slow motion and like slaps. Yeah, and I'm over red. there in bullet time, but not yeah. actually like while yeah. everybody else. It's is. you and your zombie are fighting in slow, like real life slow motion, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, "What are you doing? What are you guys doing?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. Fantastic. Thank you, Guy Ritchie, or whoever made those movies for directing <laughs> me poorly. And then Zombie Kensington will will go ahead and attack you. Okay. Uh, which is going to be a... Wow, they're rolling so bad. That's a nine. That's not going to do it. Not going to do it. Is trying to trying to slap you in slow motion, and it just, it just kind of like... But it just kind of feels like a gentle caress. He's too into the slow-mo fighting that it doesn't he's he's not even focused on fighting anymore. Uh Zombie Marianne is going to attack real Marianne. 
Uh, four. Eleven? No, four doesn't hit. No. <laughs> eleven? Does eleven hit? Eleven does not hit. Tries to swing at you. Totally misses again. And is very, very embarrassed. That will be, actually, this is when the little shadow void thing is supposed to go. So, it will try attacking Tilia again. And it did real bad. So, I'm not even, it rolled a natural two. I'm not even going to bother adding things to that. It did bad. Just a little tickle on you. And then, as it misses, it does a bonus action to hide. So, you do get an opportunity attack on it, if you would like. Ooh, yeah, I don't know that I've ever done an opportunity attack. You just attack it once. Okay, well, I can do that. Uh, that'll make it an 11. 11 barely misses. Ah, this thing dang. goes right out uh, into the shadows again. Uh, cannot be seen. And then it is real life Marianne's turn. Marianne looks at unreal Marianne and is like, you really need to go now. Like the, these conversations, lovely, but uh, I just so training. Um, and Cast vicious mockery. Please make a wisdom saving throw of fifteen. Yeah, they're not wise. They have a negative two to wisdom. They didn't. They <laughs> didn't get it. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm gonna roll two d four damage. That is four damage. I'll kill her slowly. I don't care. <laughs> you really are killing her slowly. The lesbian suspense. <laughs> Both zombie Kensington and zombie Marianne are looking real, real, real bad. Good. Just on the cusp of of hanging in to life. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? Nope, that's that's it. Uh, Sister Marguerite, that's you. Yeah, I'm close enough to this thing to walk up to it and stab it with my rapier. Do it. Mm. Can I hide anywhere to get that sneak attack? I really can. You want to give me <laughs> I'm just, a perception? I'm just right there. If you want to give me a perception check for, for the surroundings, I never really explained the whole area because I was waiting on anyone to ask what it, <laughs> if there were places to hide and things like that. I mean, I, I don't have the ability to hide on a bonus action, so I would have to burn my action for it and don't particularly want to do that. Okay. I want to attack. All right. So I'm just going to go right up to, just with all of the boldness in the world, go right up to this ghost and try to stab it with my rapier. Does a 17 hit? A 17 does hit, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and roll my second attack, uh, and that'll be a 21. To hit, yes. um, I'm going to burn my last spell slot to do one last divine smite. Yes, yes, yes. It's just a first level. Uh, so I did hit on both. So the first attack is, yes, uh, eight plus two, 10 damage. And the second one, two plus two, four, plus another two is six, plus another four is 10. And is this an undead or a fiend? It is an undead. Uh, 16. In addition to everything else that you just rolled? Total. Uh, well, so it was the 10 plus the, s 10 for the first attack and 16 for the second attack. Gotcha, all right. Um, and of, sorry, so the 10 is all piercing damage and then the 16 would be four piercing damage and 12 radiant damage. <laughs> Okay, so that will reduce that to... And, and as I'm stabbing, I say, May the Lord be with your spirit. <sighs> you hit it, the light emanates out, and it just, it shrieks. It's been sitting here, like, groaning, just like... But when you hit it with this light attack, it like... It does not like that. How much radiant damage was that? It was 12 radiant damage. 
yeah, with that one attack uh, and the additional attacks from Tilia and yourself, the Ghost of Christmas Present looks, if I had to use one word to describe it, it doesn't have blood, but it sure does look bloodied. <laughs> future. Christmas future. Yeah, it did not like that at all. Excellent attack. I, just so everybody else knows, I'm I'm spent. I just get to stab this thing now. So that was your one big attack on this thing. You did great. That was excellent. Sister, no, Tilia, it is now your turn. Look, if Tilia takes too much more, she's a goner. Alrighty, we're gonna attack big baddie, Christmas daddy, whatever. Um, yep. <laughs> big baddie Well, that's Christmas what I'm changing daddy. the name of this series to. <laughs> <laughs> big baddie, Christmas daddy. Yeah, we're going to have to do something with that. Anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and do my three attacks. Yes. All right. So let's see. That'll be a 19 plus eight. All right. A 12 plus eight. Okay. And let's see. I'm going to go ahead and use my bardic to see if this last one hits. It was a 1d8. Yes, for bardic, yeah. All right. That'll be a dirty 20. Yeah, all three of those hit. All right. So here's our first attack. That would be a two plus three. And then the extra one D6 will be a additional three. Second attack will be a two plus three plus the D6, uh, four. Third attack will be one plus three with an additional two. And a final one D8 of an additional two. That... I believe that's the exact same amount of damage you did last time. Consistent. Consistent. Yeah, you fire at this thing with your crossbow hairpin bolts, and it looks bad. Yeah, it looks really, really bad. Very upset with you uh, as it continues to shriek and moan and get all sad and angry. Uh, it's getting sad now you guys are being mean don't be mean to this guy so rude of you kensington yo real life kensington do you want to end this zombie kensington please end this zombie yes but bonk him twice bonk him twice uh that is a 17 and a 15 both hit cool that is nine and a 10 19 Here's the dealio with uh, with zombies, in case anyone doesn't know. They have an ability called Undead Fortitude, which means when they go, drop to zero, they can make a save to come back to one HP. Uh, so far, the two that have died have failed because everyone does crazy damage. The only way they c- this, this particular one can succeed, uh, because you did 19 damage, it has to get a natural 20 in order to stay up. Okay. It rolled a four. I don't think four is going to do it. I don't think four is going to do it. You bonk this zombie Kensington right across the head a couple times. Knock some sense in or out of him. A couple. Yeah. Just two or three or five or yeah. 12. You smack his head clean off. Goes <laughs> flying, flying out into, into the fog, into the misty darkness, and just crumbles in front of you. You have defeated your dead self. Cool. I'm going to run toward the ghost of Christmas future. Excellent. Uh, I can't 50 actually f- do anything to it, I don't think. More than fine. It's 50 feet away. What is your movement? 
45. Excellent. The next person to go is Zombie Mary Ann, who's going to attack regular Mary Ann. Once more, the only zombie left standing. Uh, oh, yep, yep, yep. I'm going to take a dodge action as well. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. You are, you've planted yourself ready to dodge and weave. <clears throat> yeah, Zombie Mary Ann is going to attack regular Mary Ann, and that is going to be a 21 to hit. Actually, that doesn't hit. Wild. Your AC grew so rapidly. And that is going to be nine damage. No, Scott, I don't know if you heard. They said it didn't hit. Not that it did. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it hit. Where are you at? Seven. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. bludgeoning damage. Way to mansplain somebody else's AC to them. The audacity. Uh, yeah, Zombie Marianne is like the last last one standing, just being like, I own a bookstore. And then the Ghost of Christmas Future will, now that Sister Marguerite has hit it for some very powerful damage, will turn its attention yet again to Sister Marguerite and will reach is out. Is it not me after? Or is it? Man, I did the same thing again. Thank you for calling me out on that. Who's the worst looking in the party? Not me. I have eight hit Either points. Either Tilia or Kensington's. Definitely Tilia. Oh, I thought you meant like the ugliest. And I was like, it's definitely the nun. Hey! <laughs> so I'm going to look at Tilia and be like, knock him dead and cast a third level healing word, which will be, let me just grab some D4s. You know, there could be an argument to be made that Tilia is the ugliest on the inside. No, that's still the nun. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> still the nun. Very deceitful, that nun. Uh, so Tilia, you get 11 hit points. And then I'm going to... Yet again, slashy bonk myself. I really wish we hadn't adopted bonk as the, you know, favorite verb of this episode. <laughs> bonk is pretty good. It reminds me of Dexter's Lab. Yeah, it's a good comic book word. And it, that is an 18 to hit? Yeah, that, that hits. Just using so many different types of dice today. This is so weird. And that will be eight damage. Yup. Well, they... Roll that resistance, yep, They get that please. save. Have to get a... Oh, nope, absolutely failed. Zombie Marianne, as they are crumbling to the ground, just says directly to regular Marianne, I don't know, I don't think she'll ever like you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I kill yep. her. <laughs> Very hurtful um, words. And then I would like to use my 30 movement speed to join the rest of the group. Uh, all of the zombies have been defeated. You run up to the rest of the group. Is that your turn? Yep, that is my whole turn. Jordan, your, your passive is 10, you said? Yes. Is this inky blackness going to come try to hit me? Sure is. It, Bring it, it on, buddy. incredibly well. Rolled incredibly well on attack. So uh, I'm assuming a, a, a 23 hits, I'm imagining. Yeah, let's go. It pops let's up go, right next to you and deals you... 13 necrotic damage, and your strength is reduced by two. Okay. Mm How you doing? You said 13 necrotic damage? 13 necrotic damage, and your strength is reduced by two. How's your strength doing? That's the thing that I care about. Bad. Yeah? Like, how bad we talking? Oh, you know, it's, it's just nine. Okay, all right. Yeah, it sneaks up next to you, sucks some life out of you, and boy, does it hurt. Feels bad. And then actually Ghost of Christmas Future does attack you as well because it locks on to you. You, done, you did done it some damage and it's mad about it. I did that. done it some damage. Yep. So it's going to lock on to Sister Marguerite. It's not going to do too much, I don't think. 
16? Does a 16 hit? It does not. It does not. Uh, it, again, is really mad. It really wants you dead, but it cannot do it. And that is Sister Marguerite's turn. I have a question about the inky black void. Yes. Is Kensington, if it popped up beside me and Kensington would be within like five feet of me, is Kensington within five feet of the inky void? Kensington ran up. How close are you, Sister Marguerite, to the bad guy, the ghost? The ghost of Christmas Future? Yeah. I stabbed him last so round, so right I'm, up there. I'm next to him. Kensington yeah. is has at least five feet of space between because his movement speed is 45 and the ghost was 50 feet away. It would probably pop up between you guys, yeah. Uh, then I'm actually going to attack the inky blackness rather than the ghost of of Christmas yet to come because I can use my my sneak attack if another one of my party members is within five feet of the baddie. Excellent. Um, so that just helps me deal extra damage. Cool. So I'm going to stab at this inky blackness with my very normal rapier. Seven doesn't hit. Does not hit. Uh, you know what? I can attack twice. Yeah. Uh, does a 17 Absolutely. hit? Absolutely. Excellent. So 1d8 for the normal damage. Rolled an eight again. Yes. Mm. Uh, so 10 plus the sneak attack. Five. 15. 15 damage. This is this is really good. Even though you have only attacked it with a mere mortal weapon, it has been attacked enough times by now by other people that this does it in. You stab through it doesn't even feel like you're stabbing anything. It just feels like you're stabbing through the darkness, but at the very end you feel something make contact and that is enough for this shadow to wither away into nothingness as it squeals out of existence. Both shadows are dead. All zombies are dead again. And Sister Marguerite goes, hell yeah. (laughs) And now all that lies before you is one very angry, very hurt looking ghost of Christmas future. And I believe it is Tilia's turn. Well, we're going to do more of the same. Yeah. Because it seems to be working. All right. So, oh boy. Two plus eight. I don't think that one hits. No. Nat 20. And dirty 20. Excellent. Are you still, you haven't moved. You're still in the back, right? I guess so. Yeah, I haven't moved. Yeah. <laughs> You're just firing. Just firing off crossbows. Just hanging out in the back. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that'll be one plus three plus plus three. And then the f- first of these is a vicious crit. So then I yes. just add six. Um, then the second one will be three plus three and another two. Oh, and I get the one D eight. Yeah, go for it. That'll be another one. <laughs> you almost had the same number again. Dang three it. Times in a row. <laughs> You unload your hairpin crossbows yet again, making one very strong hit. It like gets, it's like, you know, reaching out and like, and you shoot it right into the back of its throat and deal a good amount of critical damage there. This ghost looks real, real bad. Still standing, but barely. 
Die, ghosty, die. Mm-hmm. Which will bring us to Kensington's turn. Kensington, you are f- almost face-to-face with this ghost of Christmas yet to come. There's nothing else to focus your attention on. I'll be real with you guys. I'm going to bonk it. You're going to bonk it? I got a <laughs> stick. This is really all I can do. I'm smart, <laughs> but I got a stick. You got a stick. So I'm going to hit it with my stick. Hit that stick. You could say we each have our stick, and uh, that's what we roll with. Okay, so that's I rolled a 16 and a 20. Uh, like, that's the rolls, plus six yeah, on both of those. It. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. So that's a 22 100%. and a 26. So the crit damage on the first one is going to be, uh, I just maxed it. So that's uh, 16 plus three, uh, 19, and then. Wow. Six plus three, nine on the second hit. So I'm going to hit the ghost of Christmas. I'm going to run up to this guy, clear the last five feet, and just double swipe him with my walking stick. Real Lucius Malfoy style. I love it. You give it a good bonk a couple times. It has been like kind of hovering in the ground. This last damage that you have done to it has brought it to the earth. It is... It feels otherwise like it should have been defeated in this moment, but it is using every ounce of energy it can to, to cling on to whatever facsimile cool. of life that it has. I'm going to expend one last key point and punch it in the face twice now that it's at eye level. Amazing! This has such Lily vibes. I love it. Uh, it turns out there's only one way to play the character, it seems like. It's just written yeah. right there on the tin. Yeah. Uh, that is... A, a 15, and a 22. Both hit. Cool. Kill this thing. So that's a 6 plus 3, 9, and a 3 plus 3, 6. Yes. You, it is on the ground, almost kneeling in front of you from your last attack. And you look it right in the face. What does Kensington say as he's about to destroy this creature? So Kensington runs up to the ghost of the Christmas past and he hits him in the, with, the, with the stick twice and he, the ghost falls to its knees or whatever and he punches it in the face twice. And right before he's about to do that, he looks at the rest of the team and goes, don't worry, I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> I've you, been so helpful. <laughs> and you punch this, uh, this ghost right in its silly little face and it, as you do that, it like poofs into dark fog and its cloak, its tattered cloak falls before you. Uh, in fact, your last punch hits so hard that a piece of the cloth tore off in your uh, fist. And with that, you are all out of combat. The, the sun is just barely starting to rise. It's still very early in the morning. People are still asleep. Kensington, you have this torn cloth of the the cloak of Christmas future in your hand. And if you would like to observe it, or if anyone wants to look at it. I sure would love to to observe, perceive, investigate, or insight it. Yeah. Go ahead, and you're a detective. Give me an investigation investigation is gonna be that is a dirty 20 a 13 plus 7 as you have this cloth in your hand you feel 
Do you have any levels of exhaustion? Who has levels of exhaustion? We all do. We all have at least one. Everyone does. Everyone does. You feel that exhaustion lifting from you. And you get the sense that if you pass it around or you all put your hands together in a big old huddle or whatever, you could probably all get a little less exhausted. Okay, so Kensington's going to turn to the rest of the team and say, Here, to everybody, take this cloth, touch it, rub it against you. It makes you feel better. Makes you feel less tired. I've got the, all the energy in the world as if I had a great night's sleep. <laughs> Wipe the sweat off your brow. And I'm like, I turn around to this bloody group of women. <laughs> <laughs> That Marianne grabs it and like rubs it against her face and like this isn't as good. <laughs> as uh, is it is it one level of exhaustion removed? It is or all, all levels? levels of exhaustion removed. Yeah, just you know, most of us only roll bad enough to get one. <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> um, Tillian takes like a corner of it and like touches her like her forehead. Like yeah, just a little bit of sweat. Not going to wipe it all over her face. Yeah, who knows where it's Sister been. Marguerite would like to go look at and investigate or like religion check or something, the headstone that says Margaret. So you, as you walk up to where these headstones were with all of your names on it, uh, the faint morning light makes it more clear that uh, these are just random people's names. It doesn't even say Margaret. Maybe you had Miss read it in the darkness maybe there's something magical spectral going on to deceive you of it but in the in the faint daylight as the sun is coming up um whatever illusion was cast over it it just it it must have only been in your head i think it would be too sinister to cast i was thinking Tilly and Marianne cast it at I, the uh, same. I minor illusion it to say, is this sexy French sauce? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you all. Incredible. As you were all kind of getting your bearings, you hear from the entrance of the grave a little, oh, oh, oh. well done, well done. Uh, the ghost of Christmas present is back because the sun is rising on Christmas Day. So he's here. He's still real hot. Maybe his robe is a little shorter. Who knows? Crop robe. <laughs> That's the, the, the Christmas daddy or whatever we said. And he says, well done, you all. I... No, that proved a, a challenging battle, but uh, you all proved yourselves quite nicely. I hope uh, this night wasn't too stressful, too harsh on you all, yes? No, not I at all. I just glare at him. <laughs> you all feel a little refreshed, at least. Well, he says, I know that I can't give you everything that you are searching for, but in the spirit of Christmas, I thought I would come bearing some gifts for you all. Uh, and he pulls out a big old sack of stuff, reaches inside, and he calls forth, Kensington, come yes, here. Yes, my good sir. Yes. I see now that you are a ghost. I have learned since our last meeting that ghosts are a thing that exists in this mortal plane. It and is true. I would like to see you man to ghost for the first time hello yes my dear friend well thank you uh yes uh he reaches into his bag and pulls out a little bronze coin Ooh. and he, he hands it to you and he says 
Kensington, I know that you, in your uh, endeavors, have gotten into a bit of trouble with uh, excessive gambling. So, excessive? I've gotten... What do we call it excessive? What do we call it obsessive? Uh, I don't I know might. if we'd call it excessive. I might. I don't know if I would. Okay, well, who's to say? But I have got you this lucky coin. You will find that it probably won't come in handy at a, at a card table, but its powers of luck lie elsewhere. <laughs> he says kind of mysteriously. He calls forth, Sister Marguerite, would you come here, please? Mm-hmm. Uh, he reaches into his bag and pulls out a very lovely, fashionable cloak with a little silver trim at the bottom. And he says, now I know that today is a big day for you to try and impress the bishop. And I think this cloak is charming. And I hope that you uh, will wear it and succeed in, uh, in making some friendly waves with the bishop. Can I do a check on the cloak? Like, see if there's anything special about it? Why not? I d- did, did real poorly. Okay. Well, it sure does look good. That's it's pretty. pretty. Tilia. Tilia Castle Rock of the, the, of the Castle Rock family. Yes. Tilia stands up a little straighter. I know that something that you search for is independence from your family. And so I got you this. And out of his bag, he pulls... A skeleton key. It's unclear where this key goes. I think you'll find that uh, at the right moment, you will find everything you desire behind the door to this key. Tilia gets a little bit of a sparkle in her eye and reaches out her hand to take the key. Ah, and lastly, Marianne. Now I know that you've got a lot going on, and I know that you have been eyeing a certain... Necklace in the window? Only every day. Now, I haven't, I wasn't able to get you that exact one. Someone did uh, buy it earlier, but I do have, and he reaches out and pulls out an even prettier looking ruby necklace and says, I trust that you will give this to the person that means the most to you. Um, no pressure. Marianne, <laughs> crying, just crying, <laughs> just full tears. Can I can I do an insight check on this dude? Yeah, sure. To just kind of, that's a vibe check, right? Like, I'm trying yeah. to gauge his intentions Insights here. are just vibe checks, yeah. What is my insight? That is a 16. I'm trying to gauge whether or not this is kind of a sinister thing that's happening uh it is absolutely not he's basically like a he's basically like a like a a dickensian like okay cool your voice acting was leading me toward thinking that he was just gonna sorry these were gonna turn into snakes or something nope no he's being sincere cool (laughs) he's he's just a little daddy he's a little awkward he's like trying he's trying to like pull his robe down a little bit so you guys can't like tyler i heard where you just said daddy claws and i hope that you never (laughs) do that again (laughs) excellent uh yes yeah he he says oh and um one more thing for everyone and just kind of like reaches his hands out towards you all and kind of motions and waves a little bit and you all feel a lot better than you were during that fight. You have 
fully healed everything. It was almost as if you had taken a long rest, perhaps, and restored everything that you need. Spell slots and HP and all that kind of stuff. Key points. You're all set. It's Christmas. Everyone should be at their tip-top shape. Fantastic. And then he says, now that that is out of the way, I must get going. There's so much Christmas to observe, uh, and I don't want to miss a single moment of it. He walks out uh, of the graveyard, fading off into the distance, and you are all left with these new uh, little items and also the three items that you need to prove to Scrooge that you beat these ghosts. So what's she going to do? Shall we return to Scrooge then? Show him the, f- the fruits of our labors and hopefully square away some of these problems we've got. Yes, that seems like the uh, smartest course of action here. Tilly is not really paying attention because she realizes that she might have the thing that she's looking for, but she still hasn't figured out how to take Catherine with her. Yeah. Uh, in fact, everything that you guys have gotten, while very nice and very helpful towards your your goals in the in the present are not going to fix every single problem that you have you know sister marguerite still missing those toys kensington still very much in debt marianne still got a still in debt with uh scrooge for the bookstore before you leave and tilia you have no idea where that key goes so while it sounds nice you have no idea what's happening so yeah I guess you all head on over to uh, to Scrooge's. It's still very early morning, so people are still asleep. The sun is just starting to rise. There's really not much activity to go to or observe. Does that long rest also reset our strength scores that yes, we had lost? Yes, your strength scores are reset to what they were. Yeah, your HP pools, if they were depleted, are back up to what they were. Every Like a full reset. Cool. Yeah, so you guys head on over to Scrooge's then? I think that's the smartest move, yeah. All right. As you walk down the cold street, it's cold, but it's not icy cold. There's kind of like a nice warmth to it. It's not windy. It's nice. A nice Christmas morning. Uh, As you walk on over to Scrooge's home, you notice that he's actually out of his home, making his way, uh, just kind of walking around looking for you all, kind of in a panic. And he's... Mr. Scrooge. He sees you and he's like... There you are. Where have you been? I have been in a, in a panic all night thinking that I would be visited by these horrible, horrible ghosts. Tell me, were you successful? We were, my dear sir, my, my, my good man. We do. We, we were successful. We succeeded. We have proof. And I show him the piece of, of cloth, realizing that it may not be the most impressive of the three <laughs> pieces of proof that we got. Yeah, cool. He takes it and he touches it and he's like, well, I don't think this is any... Oh, oh, oh. Really? oh uh, I feel, I feel... Like, you know, he starts to kind of get restored a little bit like you guys did. Like, he stands I up a little... I for the first time. Yeah, stands up a little straight. Like, oh, yeah, that's... that's pretty good uh, but this is only the the, the one of, of three ghosts uh, i believe there are two more i pull out the handkerchief with the eternal flame excellent nugget <laughs> the eternal flame nugget that is canonically what i called it is it shaped like a dinosaur <laughs> it's just a single it's just a single ember <laughs> uh cool yeah scrooge takes that and he's like feels like it, it should be hot but it's it's kind of nice. Yeah, I, I like it. Yes, yes. And he, like, puts it in his other hand. Uh, there's one more, yes? Yes. And I, I pull out the scabbard. And he goes, yes. Uh, 
okay, well, this is a weird collection of items, but sure, 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 yes. Uh, and he takes it in his hands, and he's like, yes, yes, this is, this is good. <laughs> you fools! Now I have everything I need. All the magic items that I need to destroy Christmas in the past, present, and future. <laughs> and as he laughs, he starts clutching those items so tightly his smile becomes even more sinister. His skin becomes more pale, almost pure white. His bones start to creak and his body warps and he grows large. His dusty jacket breaks at the back seams as wings violently sprout out. Scrooge reveals his true form. A giant icy dragon. And now, to destroy Christmas forever! And I'm gonna need everyone to roll one last little initiative. Hey everybody, Ethan here. Okay, so we lied a little bit. A little tiny fib. Uh, this is, as you can tell, not actually the last episode of Christmas Barrel. Scott lied to us, so we lied to you. We didn't know there were going to be anything after this, but there's something after this. So tune in Monday, December 28th, for the final episode, I swear this time, of A Christmas Peril.